Hi Omkar, welcome to my podcast Down and Dirty where we are going to get into the weeds of your favorite design tool. Uh, for everyone who is watching this right now, um, Omkar Mahimkar is the lead designer and associate VP at Motilal Oswal and I am so excited to have you here. Uh, with such an extensive career in design, uh, I want to get absolutely down into the details of uh, your favorite design tool and uh, how you use it every day and any advice you might have for designers who are embarking on their own design journey. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, hi Tapsi and uh, it feels good to be here and uh, let's go into the conversation. Perfect. Uh, so can you, let's just take a step back before we talk about the tool itself. Uh, yeah. Someone who uh, may be new to the space of UI UX design, can you take us through a day in your life as a designer? So basically, I lead a team, okay. And what the thing is, like you know, uh, managing. I uh, so I not only manage the team, but I also work as a designer myself, okay. Uh, because I don't want to become that manager who just manages the team, you know. Yeah, otherwise I'll become irrelevant sometime soon. Uh, okay, so on any given day, I uh, do both, you know, mm. managing and uh, working myself. Okay, so uh, so giving tasks to my team members and following up with them, uh, giving design walkthroughs to uh, different stakeholders, then design uh, doing the design handoffs to developers, and uh, then giving support to developers. Like you know, sometimes they ask questions about what is the flow, they miss out on certain things. Uh, in spite of certain documentation, some new questions arise. So giving proper support, uh, giving proper support to them, uh, that's important. Uh, and then the regular UX stuff, like you know, creating wireframes for a given problem and creating their visual designs. Uh, if if uh, sometimes many uh, things come to me at the same time, so delegating tasks to somebody else. Uh, uh, then attending many meetings. <laughs> You know, getting briefs from people and uh, giving uh, opinions on designs made by some other team. Uh, yeah, that's basically sums up my day. So, you know, as associate VP, how much or lead designer, how much time are you actually spending design? How much time do you get to actually design versus manage? Okay, what a question. <laughs> and I'm sure uh, it's coming from somebody who has done it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, yeah, so basically, I'm in a constant struggle, you know, about how much time I'm going to give to myself to because like people are just asking certain things. And uh, I'm also obliged to help them. Right? Of course. Yeah, so uh, I cannot say that, okay, now I'm working, don't disturb me. Although that's also mode of work for some designers or some team leads. But I, uh, I generally tend to give more attention to the team than myself. Mm -hmm. So on any given day, I don't think I give more than, uh, let's say if the working hours are eight hours, right, in a day, then mm. uh, eight to nine hours, then I end up designing myself for not more than four hours. Mm. Mm. And sometimes that's, it goes even less. Great. I was going to say 50% is, is great if you're getting to do design work. Not not every day though. <laughs> not, not every day. Every. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so what is the, what is the most... What is the most rewarding and the least rewarding part of your work, not as a manager, but hmm. as a designer? So put on your designer hat. And what is the most rewarding and least rewarding part of? Okay, most rewarding and least rewarding yes. as a designer, not as a yes, manager. As a yes, as a designer. So, you know, like uh, I love designing. Okay. Hmm. And then eventually I got into UX. Okay. 
and UX is like way more than just the look and feel part or the aesthetics part, right? So, and UX is basically about problem solving, okay, more or less, okay? So giving a simple yet elegant solution to uh, any given problem is what I love doing, okay? Then the most rewarding part actually comes when app users appreciate a particular experience and then when the analytics start showing that, you know, the like, like some sale has increased because of certain problem getting out of the way or some uh, uh, like some struggle what the users were facing has gone and the overall experience uh, or they are liking that overall thing, then that's where I feel, okay, uh, that's the rewarding part. Me as a designer again. Correct, correct. Okay. This is also an overlap between how I feel as a manager as well. Okay. okay. Yeah, and then coming to uh, non-rewarding part, okay. So what I don't absolutely hate as a completely opposite of rewarding, you know, is that some uh, some brief was given, okay, and then you create a solution uh, based on that brief, okay. Whatever it is required, you got it done, right? Doing the right research, then... Uh, getting a hold of the stakeholders and showing them the your solution and also understanding their point of view okay and then at some point if that if the like let's say management or some other factor decides that okay we don't actually want to do that that whole let's say uh you let's say a new feature was to be made yeah. and that whole feature didn't got through because of some management decision so that is something which i hate so all the time that goes into it, the ideation, the effort, the execution, and then it just gets deprioritized. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it also gets demotivating. Uh, but uh, yeah. you know, over the years, uh, I uh, I can't expect like okay, hundred percent of my work has to go live. But uh, yeah, whenever it happens, it 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 slightly demotivating. Uh, but you know what, I got habituated to these type of things. That these are these is a part and parcel of life and these are these things uh, these type of things are going to happen but sometimes team members really get demotivated and yes. yeah and to keep their moral uh, on par that something becomes a challenge for sure uh, okay so let's let's do one thing let's jump right into the tools then mm -hmm. uh, that you have used so over mm -hmm. the years you know over 15 years of experience in design mm -hmm. What are some tools that you've used? Let's not talk about the favorite one yet, but you know, what are some names that come to mind as you have honed your skills as a designer? Okay, so uh, when I started my career, right, in design, basically even before my I started my career, so when I was in college, uh, at that time the first design tool which I had used was CorelDRAW. Hmm. Okay, I think this is a story with several several designers from India at least. And uh, yeah, so the Corel Raw was, I like my mind was blown at that time, what it can do. And basically there was no uh, benchmark. It was the first design tool I was using. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I kept using that for a while um, uh, during college time and even after college. But uh, soon when, once I was in uh, the, like uh, I became a professional, uh, I understood that uh, in the market, adult products are, more suitable or they are more preferred by the agencies and even some clients uh, at least on international level CorelDRAW doesn't have much of a recognition uh, it's more in Asia so going in going in Adobe territory 
uh yeah i have used photoshop a lot okay, okay. and uh, illustrator hmm. okay uh yeah so that was about adobe and uh, when uh, when i started ui ux design okay okay so in ui there are there are a lot of people who have started their even their ui designs in illustrator or photoshop hmm. okay so i have done uh, ui designs in both okay okay uh, yeah and then what we used to do the, uh, there is an application called as uh, invision which is yeah. online and using mm -hmm. invision you can do some prototyping over there so that uh, that used to happen and uh, then one fine day i i don't remember the date exactly but okay. i think it's sometime 2011 wow. okay that uh, sketch came into market and sketch was a real game changer okay so even though uh, sketch had come my that particular office was trying to stick to uh, uh, trying to stick to the old uh, traditional Adobe. application photoshop and illustrator thing and we continued to use uh, that way into like uh, even in 2014 2015 hmm. we were using that okay just because like you know at least the companies where i have worked they were like sort of not trying to move on uh, okay so uh, but yeah, but I learned Sketch on my own and then I had to give it a demo to my uh, organization. Then we implemented Sketch in that organization. And uh, yeah, so, you know, today we have, uh, along with Sketch, we have Adobe XD and Figma as well. And then also InVision made their own app called a Studio, uh, which I don't think has seen much of a success. Uh, I tried using it, but uh, let, uh, I think we, Adobe, uh, sorry, Adobe XD, then Figma and InVision Studio. All three of them owe their existence or owe their concept to Sketch. Sketch is the one which showed that, okay, why do we need to have so many tools? It was like completely optimized for how uh, how an app for UI design should be. Mm. Okay. And uh, it was like real killer. And uh, then Adobe XD came and I was excited about Adobe XD because, you know, it's made by Adobe. So I thought, yeah. okay, they might have done it a better job. And uh, uh, I think the main thing what Adobe XD brought into picture was prototyping. Yeah. Okay. So that removed the need of using another application just for prototyping, which was like inversion yeah. or something. Okay. So that move, uh, Adobe XD was cool. And also it had its own charm. And uh, yeah, it was cool for a while. Yeah. And then... Figma okay. came into picture, uh, and once I started using Figma, there is a bit of difference between how Figma is there and XD is there. So after a little bit of learning curve issues, uh, yeah. I realized that Figma is real cool. It's it's awesome, and I the ease of use and everything was just just awesome. Yeah. And so let I me ask you. Use... Yeah, uh, no, I was just gonna pick up on the thread saying what. How is Figma for you different from XD? What what was the game? What was the differentiator? Okay, there are quite a few points why uh, I chose to now. I'm let's say from last three years or oh, three or a little bit more than that. I'm fully into Figma. Okay, mm. uh, of course, from time to time to let's say for image editing or something, we have to use Photoshop or some print related stuff happens. Then Illustrator is the thing. Some old files, if we want to refer, then XD I definitely go to. Uh, but the purpose is not design over there. Anything design, I just like move to Figma and that's the, yeah. 
but answering your question why figma okay so there are certain tools so there are certain tools in figma which really keep it like uh, uh, in a complete differently hmm. where xt is not there at all okay and it's not like my uh, uh, what you can say it's not based on my opinion there are certain things which just figma does better okay, okay. yeah uh, so why is that why is that uh, you know that that nicely segues into what is it that you need to get done in the day that hmm. figma allows you to do well yeah so uh, so one part where where my mind was blown in figma right now yeah. xd also does that not in uh, not in a very smooth way as what uh, figma does which is collaboration mm. okay collaboration with uh, with the team okay so we can like uh, so during lockdown so you know like uh, i was at home everybody was at home but we were all yeah. working and uh, so at that time figma really helped me to work with the team so we like two or three designers we used to be in the same file uh, and discussing and then uh, figma also introduced that you can call using figma i was no longer even depended on uh, zoom or uh, google meet we can yeah. just used to we used to just call and you know we can point out things uh, and write down things over there and it was a brilliant tool okay yeah. so, without yeah. figma would have been very different no so it does it uh, would i be right in assuming then that your the switching the tipping point for figma in mm. addition to obviously some of the features that it offers that xd doesn't offer but mm. the tipping point was needing to collaborate at a time when everyone was stuck working from home yeah you can say that you know let's say figma if figma wouldn't have uh, existed then huh. i would have managed with xd somehow you Correct. Know, Correct. In a more traditional way, like you know, by doing screen sharing on something. But uh, Figma does more than just screen sharing. Like you know, like you can make, uh, you can tell your teammate to follow you. Then they see exactly yes. what you are saying, uh, yeah. but not in a pixel way. You know, you can, and they can also be a part of the same file at the same time. Uh, screen sharing is not the same. Got it. Understood. Understood. Um, hmm. So okay. So let's get into the tool itself now okay. for a second. Uh, I'm going to give you share screen. There, there you go. You can mm. now share your screen. And what I would like you to do, Omkar, is let's pretend that mm. you have logged into work. Okay. You, you, it's, it's a work day. It's Tuesday morning. You've come to work. Mm. Mm. And I want you to open up your screen and tell me if you had to get in, what's the first thing? What's the first interaction? What kind mm. of interaction do you have with Figma when you first log in? Okay, I'll start screen sharing. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. Okay, can you see my screen? Yes. Okay, cool. So, uh, here is Figma. Actually, there's something uh, work prior to this meeting. I was already working, which is open here. But let okay. me go All to right. the, the file browser of Figma. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Hmm. So Figma allows me to, you know, like uh, the, the, this file browser is really cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah Adobe also has this where, thing where you can upload all your documents uh, or yeah. you can keep your documents online. Okay. But uh, the experience over there is real, real painful yeah. compared to this. So this is like a very simple, uh, you can uh, make projects and each project can have multiple files. Yeah. Okay. And each file can have multiple pages. 
so the mm-hmm. uh, one difference between xd is that uh, okay you can make create folders and everything and we can let's say uh, say uh, that you know the projects here can be called as folders in xd okay mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's somewhat similar concept uh, however what happens is uh, uh, see here you can see like my amc investor app yes okay so in that there are several uh, files which are useful for that particular project okay and each project can have their own uh, nitty gritties and several uh, flows within that so major difference is here a file can have multiple pages hmm. okay and okay. that particular page will not have any boundaries as such okay, okay. if there is a boundary i haven't found it yet okay, okay. but in xd the the you cannot have multiple pages so you end up making several files hmm okay okay so this is a much better yeah. got it so much much better nesting yeah 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 so a flow a particular flow in an app can have like i don't know like sometimes it go like 60 70 screens mm-hmm. and that's not the uh, entire app you know the entire app can be like i don't know like up to like 1000 screens or something so xd doesn't help me in in managing that but uh, figma the way figma is it just makes it fairly easy uh, okay okay yeah so uh, let's say I, i open a new file okay uh, see this is a new file there is nothing here right uh, okay okay then uh, okay so in uh, here i so uh, having a layout grid is extremely important for me in in any design okay if uh, if i miss it out then i get angry on myself okay and so if any particular team member has not done it then uh, that's not really appreciated okay, okay. So it's not that uh, i am a big fan of grids but then it the purpose of the grid is such that you know it helps us to be in a little bit of discipline okay mm. and it also helps the developers you know that they can also develop it based on uh, columns and everything so uh, what i have done in uh, figma here is i have just made one particular style which adds columns as well as a uh, a grid over there so i'm just going to apply that i selected here and uh, uh, yeah yeah there it is see you can see that it has added four columns based yes. on something already decided this is a column uh, this is a grid styling which i made i use it for the entire app okay, okay. so there is a four pixel grid which i use as a baseline grid and right. to align things too and there are four columns as well hmm. okay so any design of mine has to have that okay, okay. so the moment okay. i am blank the blank canvas i have to put it first and then the design starts okay then let's say okay. what's uh, there next to be added in the screen okay so uh, you know basic things even before actually you design something so the first basic was you know to have this uh, grid then the second basic is you know uh, since let's say this is an like a screen for iphone then hmm. it needs to have the status bar here okay and here there's uh, here is something where figma really shines okay uh, xd also has components by the way but the components in figma are bit better 
okay so let's say i go here and uh, yeah okay since this is a new file it's not really connected to my library so let me connect my library so i go here and so these are the several libraries i have okay which i have okay. already so i'll just yeah. turn this particular library on okay and there it goes as a now, if I go here, you can see uh, there are, okay. So what I need here, so not footer, components and uh, uh, see every library is very much organized. Very now, organized. Yeah. So organized is based on two things. I can be organized and Figma helps me to be organized. Huh. Okay. So it's like a, a little bit of effort from Figma as well as from myself and it's very yeah, myself and as well as the team. Okay, so let me go here and uh, there is status bar. Okay, and there it comes in the design, and I can just align it here. Okay, so that that is come, and I can also like uh, go here and uh, type over there. Okay, so yeah. so this is also something an iPhone has at the bottom. So right. So this is some basic thing which I will do, you know, anything. Uh, so it's easy to start a project is what you're saying. You just come in, you know how you want to set up your grid. You have some things templatized already. You have your library set up. Correct. And you can just dive right in. Is this yeah, similar yeah. to, if you had to compare this to some other design tools that you've used, Hmm. Is this a similar onboarding process for other tools if you had to start a project just like what you showed me in XD or in hmm. some other application? So, uh, so it's been quite a while I've used Sketch, okay? Yeah. And uh, I'm sure any app becomes better over time. So, uh, till the time when I was using Sketch, I had not found it to be... Although Sketch was still blowing my mind because at that time, it, the comparison was with Photoshop. Or illustrator so that won't be fair now uh, but compared to uh, xd okay so xd also has some styling parts here and there okay but the way how you uh, use the library okay is uh, they or they also have a library okay but how to update the library how to enable the library how to turn off a library uh, pulling things out of a library into the design uh, that becomes slightly uh, more labor intensive. Some more steps are needed. Okay, so uh, yeah, XT helps me to set up a new file or any particular screen. Yeah, but but ironically, it is the user experience of XD which is not as good as Figma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> made for XD, yes. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so. Uh, Let's talk about the importance of having this, uh, the importance of using templates in your work, right? Things where mm. you, like you said, it's it's uh, the way your library is organized, right? The way mm. thing, headers are laid out. You mm. uh, paid, you gave importance to the fact that nesting worked a certain way in Figma when you logged in. You have projects, projects can have uh, multiple pages, pages are relatively never ending, so you can keep adding mm. to that. So it seems like, you know, this is an organized mind, right? And, uh, and you, you like things to be in a certain way and easily accessible. Is hmm. that, talk to me about how, uh, so no, rather it seems that Figma is enabling you to do that, to stay organized in yes, a way totally. that, in a way that XD is not, is doing it, but not as well as Figma is. 
Yeah, you said it right. XD is doing it, but not as cool as uh, Figma. And Figma okay. like, uh, allows me to be as much as organized I want to be. Okay, and that's pretty important for you. Um, I'm assuming because you are also dealing with multiple teams, multiple projects. You're a manager. I mean, you're more. Yes. You know, you're you're a, an associate VP, which means your plate is full, your table is full of all the tasks that you possibly have to do. So everything has to be, you know, easy to get to, uh, and easy to yeah. get out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. So collaboration, team level collaboration, as well as organization of information, mm. is what matters a lot to you when it comes to using a design tool. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, it is totally fair to say. Yeah. Okay, great. Because let's see, if uh, I uh, keep the things slightly loose, right? If I'm not organized. Yeah. Okay. Then I cannot expect my team to be organized. Correct. Makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It makes sense. Um, so are there any particular features that you would want to call out in Figma while we have the screen open that you use uh, very often? I mean, I, I saw you activate your library, but are there any mm -hmm. other things where you're like, you know what, I use this this part of the tool quite a lot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, I, I would love to show that. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, but I would just like to add something to your previous topic, which was about templates. Please. Okay. Yes. So, uh, so uh, the way I'm using Figma, right, is allowing me to be more and more productive. Okay. So the way I'm creating templates or usable components, okay, I'm even getting uh, slightly matured in that. Okay. So I've shown, I've shown you this, right, uh, which yes. is a small piece. Okay. Uh, then uh, let's say I got buttons to use. Okay. So I'll I just, uh, okay. Uh, button okay so i have used put a button here okay now let's say uh i want to make a design where clicking on this button should open a menu okay okay so uh prior like till few months back i had made a, a component of the menu but what yeah. i am doing is let's say let's say this screen is all filled with a lot of stuff uh many yeah. buttons and some imagery and whatnot right yeah. so what i can do is you know even the entire menu is now a template. Okay. So what I mean is I just have to do this. Uh, okay. hmm. So here you can see there is a menu. Uh, sorry. Uh, there's a whole bunch of templates, which I call as pop-up screens. Okay. Okay. Uh, and here you can see uh, there is a menu. Uh, Hmm. So you can see that there is, I can have a menu like this here. Uh, yeah. Okay. All I have to do is write down the, the title for that menu. Wow. And, yeah. Okay. Okay. And it can be anything, right? Like whatever I want to like, you know, rock. Correct. Uh, metal. Okay. And for that particular screen, let's say I don't want to show this as particular uh, selected so I can even do this. I want to show this as selected now. Hmm. Hmm. And there you go. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And you're showing this to me and are you telling me that this you're just you're basically highlighting how easy it is to kind of create a template and also modify that template for whatever use case or design stage you're at. Yeah. Sometimes creation of the template may take a, take some time because yeah. uh, what type of complexity you want to add to it, it, it depends on. Uh, right. Yeah. So let me give an example of that too. Okay. 
so uh, I'll remove this button. Uh, see, for example, I have this button here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this button has a little bit of more uh, complexity in it. Okay. So complexity from uh, from a point of view of when I created that button. Yeah. Okay. While using it, it is making my life really simple at that time. But yeah. the creation was a little bit of complex task because you have to think about the use cases and see how uh, to actually implement it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can see that this is a one button here and you can see there are few options which I'm getting here. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let me just zoom in here. Okay. So I can, okay, for a particular uh, use case, I won't need this icon here. So hmm. I can remove that icon, okay? Uh, but when that icon is there, I can even change the icon to something else. Hmm. Okay. So the, now icon is here. Uh, now I don't want this icon. So if I go into, uh, let's see, icons here, okay? I just want to have a plus icon here. Okay, so it made the icon to be plus. Hmm. So right, I don't right. think about styling, but let's say I don't want that icon in the first place. Uh, maybe this button will not be the main button on the screen. So right. I don't want it to be like this big chunk of red. So I can, I have a different styling. If I just turn it this on, it becomes a button like this. Yeah. Right. Uh, and also, uh, if I want to show this, uh, I'll revert it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I don't want to show this button this way, okay, and I want it, okay, there are certain buttons which are there on the screen but are not available for whatever reason. So I can just turn this on and it looks like a disabled button now. Got it. So you're basically highlighting all the nuances, like all the, mm -hmm. you can make things as templatized or as personalized as you need it to be screen on screen. Right. right? With, right. Even with, the, with the template, you can modify it very easily. Yeah. And uh, another extension of the same example I'm going to give is, uh, now this button is on its own. Okay. But now this button has been used in a different uh, component. Okay which is a, uh, which is a, uh, hmm. okay. So let's say we on uh, several apps, right? There is always a button at the bottom, you know, so the entire screen moves, right? You can scroll, but the uh, button stays where at the bottom, right? So I've right. made something like that. Okay. So let me just put it like that. Okay. So if, but sometimes, you know what, in my design, I want to have two buttons instead of one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I can just turn this uh, thing into two and it, it starts showing two buttons. So Omkar, can I ask hmm. you, how is yeah. this experience hmm. uh, different from what you've experienced in XD, let's say? Okay. So what I'm doing, see, uh, you saw, right? I was just taking one yes. particular component from that library. Okay. Yeah. But here I'm getting few menus, which is allowing me to tweak it. Yes. Now, correct. So it is tweaking uh, based on what I already created as a template. Yes. Right. It is not going out of that. Yeah. Okay. So this, this system is called as uh, variants. Hmm. You create one component. Okay. For example, how uh, this button right here, this button has yeah. red. Now it is yeah. white with outline. So the button has a variant. Okay. Yeah. And this component with two buttons has variant where uh, now we can see two. Now we can see one button. Now yes. we can have a small a textual link below the button. Yeah. Hmm. So these things are called as variants. And uh, 
Figma allows me to create these variants. Okay. Uh, in XD, what I had to do is I had to create multiple components hmm. for the same behavior. I see. So this yeah. is, so Figma is also saving you time. Oh uh, yeah. While creating the component, it is slightly tricky, but yeah. once you have done that, it becomes, uh, like on a daily basis, you don't have to create uh, components. It's something that you start when you are at the startup project and then yeah. you keep adding as we require. Got yeah. it. Understood. Understood. Um, so of the types of features that Figma offers, mm -hmm. is there anything where the application falls short? where something else actually does, some other competitor does some part of it better. Is there anything missing? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, in fact, I, uh, uh, but it's something, you know, uh, even though there is a shortcoming, I would mm -hmm. still live with it and still be with uh, Figma. Okay, so what happens is, uh, let's say you have made several screens, okay, mm -hmm. to show a particular flow, uh, or sometimes, you know, you just wanted to make a PDF to show something. And uh, there are several, uh, what can say, artboards or several screens in that particular uh, sequence, right? In that particular flow. Then uh, in XD, if you just select them all, then you can save them as one PDF. Okay. Okay. But Figma doesn't do that. Figma will save, for example, in that flow, there are eight screens. Hmm. And if you tell Figma to save as PDF, then it will give you eight PDFs. Okay. Hmm. Okay. And then it will be my job to, you know, take another step in open Adobe Acrobat or something and then stitch them together. So there's one, but as you can see, it's not much of a concern. I, uh, it's not on a daily basis that I have to uh, make PDFs. Correct. Correct. Hmm. So okay. It's, it's fine if I have to do it sometime. So it's a nice to have. It would be great if Figma was... I, it would be great if Figma watched this video and said, you know what, Omkar's suggestion, we should incorporate it in our next <laughs> in our next roadmap and our feature yeah, release. Be cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Is there yeah. anything else, Omkar, that you feel, um, where you feel Figma falls short? Uh, yeah, there is. Uh, even here, it's the same that, okay, I'll still live with Figma. Yes. The thing is, you know, uh, I got so used to Figma Okay, and I'm sure uh, my colleagues would also, my colleagues or my uh, team members, design team members will also share the same uh, emotion is that uh, uh, there are certain parts of Figma are, which are so easy, you know, that once you are focusing in design, you have to just focus on design, you know, and not how the application itself is working. Okay, but, uh, okay, but when we have to do something in, let's say, Adobe Illustrator, sometimes, okay, we feel like it's some kind of some ancient app stuck in its old ways of working. Okay, now if we see Figma, when Figma started, Figma was not like what it was. Yeah, I'm not saying that it is a day-night difference, mm -hmm. but they are continuously improving the experience. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying that Illustrator has not improved. Okay, I'm seeing Illustrator from more than let's say or let's somewhat like 20 years. I'm seeing it. Yeah. Okay. And it has also improved, but it is still the same to a lot extent. How you use Figma. Sorry, how you use how you use Illustrator. Illustrator. Okay. Yeah. It's it's fairly the same. Okay. And it is becoming heavier and heavier every year. Hmm. Okay. I'm sure let's say if you just open a blank file, it will 
be of like i don't know like some few mbs or something and the moment you started designing in it it becomes real heavy hmm. okay so let's say you want to work in illustrator and you're going to use some heavy files you need to have real expensive computer with you hmm. okay and uh, in figma figma just opens on any computer and why is that, why is that important why is it important to you omkar that it opens on any computer is it because you're working with your own computer at home is it because you travel with your computer so you want something light where you no, can open in fact uh, i i'm habituated to use uh, let's say uh, uh, like using good quality computers for example i'm using mac from from 2007 okay so i'm fairly used to that uh, thing so i'm not even talking about myself but what happens let's say if i want to give this uh, uh, let's say somebody is added to the team hmm. temporarily and they don't have an expensive computer so figma really shines over there i don't have to uh, imagine that okay it is going to cost uh, a lot or something so that matters to me and uh, uh, yeah and another uh, thing is uh, coming to the uh, the previous point okay Uh, yeah. about what features are missing in figma yes okay. be uh, like for print we are still heavily dependent on illustrator uh, not really really anything like fundamentally wrong about it yeah what happens is uh, something which we are habituated to design in figma that same type of design method cannot be applied in illustrator okay, okay? yeah of course i am not saying that uh, illustrator and figma are the same because you know mm-hmm. uh illustrator has certain things which figma doesn't have hmm. you know like uh, i don't know like some 3d stuff i, I don't even know certain terms like you can say yeah. create some wireframes of mesh and you can give some uh what you can say light and shadow and all those some cool things yeah. are also there but yeah. uh, i have seen like several designers okay and they hardly use those features hmm. most hmm. illustrators definitely not all but yeah. most people who design illustrator don't use such advanced features hmm. okay and those advanced features are making it heavy understood okay. understood but, yeah but heaviness aside uh, what matters is uh, to me or what will matter to me is how about i am able to do even the print stuff in figma okay hmm. but you know print stuff works with the uh, uh, the cmyk colors And, okay. and figma is so much fine tuned for the screen that it cannot have any other uh, color mode or anything in it it is always rgb and there is nothing else in it hmm. okay so maybe okay. going ahead may, they may do it sometimes they may not yeah in fact uh, when i was talking to uh, there was one conversation with figma or uh, people working in figma i had expressed that to them hmm. what did they say uh, they were very happy to hear that you know that i would like to even do print stuff in uh, in figma uh, but they didn't promise me anything like that i don't yeah. think there in their road map uh, yeah. but as i can see uh, after that conversation also i think there was something few days back with figma i think last month there was some uh, whole event over there where uh, you know like how apple or google do events yeah. so more similar event was there not exactly similar but they had uh, they have uh, unveiled some new features in figma okay and uh, those are pretty cool features uh, in fact the features for designers are less this time and dev- features for developers are have increased okay, okay interesting and that makes me happy i am not developer but it still makes me happy because the development team and the design team 
can use the same application to see uh, what uh, how the specifications of a particular element is there. For example, the button which I was showing, how that yes. button is constructed, and they can see how the rounded corner is there, what font yeah. is getting used, their spacing, and everything they can see in it. Okay, and now Figma also gives some kind of I don't know, like like language for Swift and code for Swift and HTML and whatnot. Uh, I'm not developer. I'm not the best yeah. one yeah. to talk about coding, but yeah. So, um, so for all uh, the types of designers out there, early stage designers, mature designers, interaction designers, you know, uh, you know, graphic designers, uh, visual designers, hmm. who would you recommend Figma in particular to? What kind of designer does it really solve? So obviously Figma is has been always made for UX. Okay, that's mm -hmm. the primary thing where it shines. Correct. Okay, uh, because as we say, like those buttons and variants are more useful in yes. uh, UI design. However, uh, even designs which are not really UI, you know, like mm -hmm. making some PDFs, even there Figma can do a phenomenal job. And we have done that previously. So okay. I have some experience in that. Uh, so even PDFs can be done in Figma. Got and it. can have links and it, it can yeah. be. Yeah, the, the real pain only will be, you know, to stitch several pages in a separate application. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So generally, I mean, yes, of course, we, we know that, uh, you know, Figma mm -hmm. is quickly becoming the, the tool of choice for UI UX designers. Mm -hmm. And... Interestingly, though, from our conversation, what I've also gotten is for someone who's at a managerial level, right? Mm. Someone who's managing teams, mm. the standout features of Figma mm. going even beyond the nuances of design, design features is are things like collaborations, mm. uh, the ability to bring multiple teams in, the ability mm. to share file sizes that are not too big. So you can share it with other team members who may or may not have super souped up computers. Yeah. Uh, it is the ability to organize components and to organize projects and, and, um, and files within them so that, again, it's easy to find I imagine, especially as teams get big or you're managing multiple projects to know exactly where to go and find stuff very quickly. These are yes. interesting. These are very interesting um, uh, takeaways for a design tool because it's what you're basically yeah. saying is it's not just the design features. It's all these other things that you need to manage design on a day-to-day yeah. -day basis that makes one tool stand out over another. Yeah, Totally. That is fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. And, uh, yeah, in all this, we are, or let's say, I forgot to tell one more thing. Like, yes. Uh, in uh, when I was working in XD, okay. Hmm. Uh, so the design handoff was slightly painful over there, you know. Hmm. So uh, it has some mode which I don't remember the name now that you can uh, export it and then there a link gets created. And when the developers open that link, then they get to see several specifications over there, okay. So what we, but that specifications were not really right at that time. I don't know, maybe uh, by now XD has solved it or not. Mm -hmm. So but at that time we used to use an application called as Zeppelin. Okay. okay. So all the screens, we have to export it to Zeppelin and give the Zeppelin link to uh, developers. And they used to get whatever they wanted from Zeppelin. Okay. So that was uh, not only an added cost for that Zeppelin application, but also the, uh, the designer has to every time update that file, keep updating. Oh, okay. So that okay. was a 
Oh. And so that whole part is gone from the workflow, right? So right. basically, whatever right. you have designed, the same design can be seen by the uh, by the developer in the same pages, and they get Got to it. see their uh, developer things, or you can say the specifications of elements which they want to see. Got it. Understood. 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 Okay, this is great. I mean, this is, these are uh, fantastic insights, uh, especially because they are so unique and um, uh, important in the context of what you do on a day-to-day -day basis mm. uh, as someone who's overseeing teams, but also designing yourself. So it's uh, I'm glad that we had this conversation. Are there any last comments, last thoughts that you want to mention regarding you know, Figma or you know, design tools in general for designers out there? Mm. Uh, yeah, based on now, this is all based on my uh, experience, and there can be some subjectivity here. Okay, sure. So, in this whole conversation, I was talking about how, uh, like, uh, applications for UI have evolved, like, only Illustrator and Photoshop, and mm -hmm. then Sketch, and then XD, and then Figma. Right now, like, Figma is my favorite. I'm sure yes. many people will say the same about Figma. Okay, uh, but there is one toolkit or let's say tool, okay, mm. which I, uh, in my experience, okay, several young designers I see not using it. Okay, which okay. one is that? A pencil and paper for ideation. <laughs> okay, mm. and and why are you advocating for a pencil and paper? Retell. <laughs> Uh, so when you are ideating, right, on a, yeah. uh, let's say you have, a, you, there is a particular flow you want to create, then uh, creating a flow chart on pen, uh, pencil, that becomes important. Uh, that um, That's from an interaction design point of view. But when you are, let's say, making visual design, uh, then you can make several uh, possibilities very quickly on a paper. Hmm. Okay. You can say, okay, how about I do this? How about do that? And uh, so, you know. So if you try to do the same on any computer, let it be Figma or any application. Yeah. Okay. It takes way more time. Okay. Let's right. say even if you decide, okay, I don't want to make something which is really uh, uh, final, but I'm still making rough. Okay. Okay. But then why do, yeah. are you not making rough on paper? Okay. The more time you put on computer, why don't you just put it on paper? You can have five options when you can just make one in computer. Then we can discuss. Okay. Once so now I'm to give designs out of the design team. Let's yeah. say I've shown some options to stakeholder. Yeah, you should use computer and uh, be uh, uh, conscious about the uh, presentation, how it will be, and finishing and everything. Yeah, but within design team, I think uh, paper and pencil should has to be there. All right. So start with paper and pencil, and then end with a flourish using Figma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah okay omkar thank you so much i really appreciate your time especially in the middle of a work day and um and i wish you uh you know a great rest of your tuesday afternoon yeah, thank you same to you okay. all right bye omkar bye. bye thank you bye. thank you bye